The Casey Cup is here. Last night, we had ourselves a maintenance, so you know what that means. We got leaks. Guess what? I'm Rain, and this is Duel Links Radio with Rain. Casey Cup is underway. Get in there and get as many gems as you can, guys. But other thing we received is some leaks because every time they do those nice maintenance, we get a nice little bit of surprises that are coming up. Now, uh, as we stated there, um, I would say a couple episodes ago when I had Internet Explorer on, uh, we were talking about the leaks coming up and the upcoming box uh, we we're talking about the Anthony um, unlock event that's going to be happening in uh, in a little bit and what he brings to the table uh, what he brings to the table are the tech genus archetype so I had a feeling we we're going to get a lot of uh, leaks regarding that so as far as that goes, I'm not going to go through every single card. I'm just going to go through the important ones when it comes to the Tech Genus archetype, okay? Or TGs, as we call it. Now, um, all the Tech Genus regular monsters pretty much have the uh, secondary effect. It's the same. So, uh, first I'll start with probably one of the most important ones, and that is TG Striker, okay? TG Striker is a level 2 Earth Warrior uh, that is a tuner. Effect monster, 800 attack, zero defense. Um, so this is his effect, all right? If only your opponent controls a monster, you can special summon this card from your hand. Once per turn during the end phase, if this card is in the graveyard because it was destroyed on the field and sent there this turn, you can add one TG monster from your deck to your hand except TG Striker, Okay. Uh, the next one is TG Warwolf, and that is a level 3 Dark Beast Warrior effect monster. 1,200 attack, 0 defense. All right, the effect. When a level 4 or lower monster is special summoned, except during the damage step, you can special summon this card from your hand. Once per turn, during the end phase, if this card is in the graveyard because it was destroyed by on the field and sent there this turn, you can add one TG monster from your deck to your hand except TG Warwolf. So all the TGs have that effect where during the end phase, if they were destroyed by battle or destroyed on the field this turn, uh, you get to search for a TG. Uh, the next one in that TG, I, I call it like the TG stun engine. Uh, so the next one is TG Rush Rhino. He's the level four. Beast effect monster, so he would be your synchro material monster. If this card attacks, it gains 400 attack during the damage step only. So, sorry, 1600 attack. So, you go up to 2000. 
once per turn during the end phase. If this card is in the graveyard because it was destroyed on the field and sent there this turn, you can add one TG monster from your deck to your hand except Rush Rhino. Um, so, yeah, he's 1,600 and 800, um, 800 attack, or defense, sorry. Uh, so the next one is TG Booster Raptor. It is a level one dinosaur effect monster, wind, uh, 400 attack, 300 defense uh, effect. If you control a TG monster... You can special summon this card from your hand. You can only special summon TG Boost Raptor once per turn this way. Once per turn during the end phase, if this card was in the graveyard because it was destroyed on the field and sent there this turn, you can add one TG Monster from your deck except TG Booster Raptor. Um, next is TG Cyber Magician. It is a light level 1 spellcaster tuner uh, effect monster, zero attack, zero defense. Uh, effect. If this card you control would be used as synchro material for a TG monster, TG monsters in your hand can be used as the non-tuner synchro materials. Once per turn during the end phase, if this card is in the graveyard because it was destroyed on the field and sent there this turn, you can add one TG monster from your deck to your hand except itself. So that's pretty important effect. Alright, next one is TG Jet Falcon. It's a level 3 wind wing beast tuner. This card was sent to the graveyard to synchro material, inflict 500 damage to your opponent, 1400 attack, and 1200 defense. It's not one that's commonly used in that deck. So, what are you using this all to summon? Well, first is the uh, level 2 synchro TG Recipro Dragonfly. Okay, it's a wind level 2 synchro insect. Uh, 300 attack, 300 defense. Effect. Uh, once per turn, you can target one other TG Synchro Monster you control. Send it to the graveyard. And then, if all the Synchro Monsters that were used for its Synchro Summon are in your graveyard, you can Special Summon all of them. Now, the important part of this, okay, um, we don't have TG Hyper Librarian. So normally, with, with Reciproco, or Recipro Dragonfly, we would go into... We would have our Hyper Librarian on the field, okay? Which the Hyper Librarian, anytime you Synchro Summon, you draw a card. So normally you'd have the Hyper Librarian out. You'd go into Dragonfly, draw a card. Then you would go back to the materials that the Dragonfly, that the Dragonfly had. And they would go back to the field. or Not the Dragonfly, sorry. The, uh, the Hyper Librarian would go back to the materials which then you're able to go into the next. It was It's kind of a ladder climb uh, synchro deck, okay? Um, what is the end goal of this deck? All right, here he is. Uh, it's TG Blade Blaster. We're not getting Halibut Cannon. We might as well get Blade Blaster. So he's an Earth Level 10 Machine Synchro, all right? 3,300 attack, big boy. 2,200 defense, pretty big booty. Now... Here's the hard part. It's required. Requirements for this is one tuner synchro monster plus one or more non-tuner synchro monsters. So that means you have to climb into a synchro tuner and then you have to ladder climb into a synchro, like a regular synchro monster that's not a tuner. And then you can go into Halibur Can, or sorry, in this case, Blade Blaster. Now, what does Blade Blaster do? 
During either player's turn, when opponent activates a spell or trap that targets this face-up card, you can send one card from your hand to the graveyard to negate that effect. Once per turn during your opponent's turn, you can banish one TG monster from the graveyard. Banish this face-up card on the field as a quick effect during the next standby phase after this card was banished, special summon this card. So basically, if they got they try to get rid of this big booty, he flashes out and then comes back in. So pretty powerful stuff. Alright, so some of the other cards that we're getting. Um, one of the one of the ones you can get right now, um, it's actually one of the uh, one of the special cards in that pack that we get. So with the um, with the the Kaiba Cup, if you play four duels, you get a special pack. Inside that pack is Orbital Seven. Okay, that is a Photon Galaxy card. Orbital Seven is a level four effect machine. Light, 500 attack, 2,000 defense, all right? Effect is when this card is flipped face up, place one. You got it, boss. Counter on this card. You can remove all. You got it, boss. Counters on this card. Its attack becomes 2,000. After you change this card's attack, with this effect, it cannot attack your opponent directly for the rest of the turn. And is sent to the graveyard during your end phase. You contribute this card to target one photon or galaxy monster in your graveyard. Add that target to your hand. So more so the effect of tributing this to add a, a galaxy or photon from your graveyard back to your hand. That's more the effect that's kind of needed in this. So it's uh, it's a good one of in the galaxy and photon deck. I honestly don't think that deck's going to really do much right now. But that's, that's basically it. So... Uh, from there, we got uh, a few other, a few other um, Xyz monsters that honestly are not great. Um, the first one is Alchemic Magician. It's a spellcaster, rank four, uh, dark, requiring three level four spellcasters. Okay, so it's not easy to make. This card, oh yeah, so this card gains two. 200 attack for each spell card in your graveyard. Once per turn during the end phase, you can detach one Xyz material from this card and send one card from your hand to the graveyard. Choose one spell card from your deck, then set it in your spell trap zone. Bleh. Not great. Alright. Um, so, I'm going to keep going with this, but I want to interrupt everybody. I have a special guest coming in. So I'm going to get to the special guests, and then after that, I'll go back to uh, the rest of the leaks. How about that? Kamel, welcome to the show. Hello. Thanks for being on. on my headset. All right. So Casey Cup is on. Just underway, a uh, little over a few hours now. Uh, how are you doing so far? I am doing great. Excited for the KC Cup. Um, I'm excited to see what uh, what changes. You know, we, we've been in kind of a concrete meta for a couple months now. People want to see what's going to change afterwards. That's what people, everyone's excited for. Absolutely. I think 
the the last bot the last box that just come out um, added so much power to uh, some decks that were kind of just on the cusp, and now we're seeing uh, what what they really can do. And I kind of like that Xyz decks are are getting explored. I think that's really important that uh they start get that they start getting that moving as fast as possible because I think that's something that uh we didn't get to see with Synchro era. You know, we had to wait a long while in between the good Synchro decks, but I feel like we're getting more Xyz decks faster, and I like that. Yeah, I, I'm definitely glad they're learning from uh, the Synchro mistake. Mm. Uh, giving us giving us some some decent power they're not giving us overpower but they're giving us some decent power for sure oh yeah and uh just to like go on that like i think one of the big mistakes they made with the synchro era that they haven't done this time is they're actually like releasing the card they tried to release the xyz monsters in order of their strength you know, they're not giving us any very late era Xyz monsters that are just so much more powerful than everything we have. So there's nothing Absolutely. really throwing off the power, which I think is really uh, it's really refreshing because it usually happens around this time, you know? Yeah, yeah, we're expecting, uh, you know, at this time of year, uh, normally something crazy comes out that just defines the meta. And the strength of, uh, of what they're releasing it's nice because it kind of counters a lot of, um, you know, top meta decks right now. Mm-hmm. So giving it a little bit of a mix, which is great. Yeah, I just got to say, it's it's really good right, right now. There's control decks in the meta. There's OTK decks. And I just think this is the setting for a very interesting KC Cup, I feel. Because this is one of the ones in recent history, at least, where... Uh, I feel like the deck triangle, or like so, like supposed deck triangle, we like to call it in the competitive community. I feel like it, it's actually working, which means that there's no one deck that's just going to destroy everything because the top three decks kind of all beat each other very well, and then the rogue decks all have a very good shot of beating the meta decks. I feel like that's where we're at in this meta. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. Um, right now, I, I, the only, uh, the only thing with this as well is we haven't had a lot of time to prepare for KC Cup because mm-hmm. the boxes are so new. So that really makes it exciting. You don't necessarily know what the plays are um, coming up, especially with the rogue decks, which gives them a, a very unique advantage. Yeah, I'm going to say that's what people are going to be taking advantage of. You know, just like I can tell you that's what photons are taking advantage of right now. That's one of the deck's biggest strengths. Like, rogue decks in general, especially Xyz rogue decks, Onomatopoeia and photons, probably the two best ones out there right now. They really do succeed off of, uh, you know, the expectations that people people have. They're like, oh, I don't know what this deck yeah. does. I'll just destroy you with it. <laughs> Before you even notice it, it uh, OTKs. Yeah, I myself, I'm playing. Uh, I like to call it Yabba Dabba Doo, but yes, Onomatopoeia is what I'm playing. Oh, right Yabba Dabba Doo, I like that. I like that. <laughs> I love it. So, um, 
it's definitely uh, a contender out there. Um, it's it's right now. I think everybody's just testing uh, a few different cards and uh, moving things in and out. So once we lock down a a, a very solid gameplay, uh, I think it's 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 going to be great, especially coming up to stage two. Uh, it's mm. a fast OTK deck, and if you need to get those points up. That's one of the decks that you're going to be running. Yeah, I think Onomatopoeia, um, out of the new decks, I think Onomatopoeia is in uh, the best position to be put uh, on the tier list or see play in the competitive community. But, uh, yeah, it's just because it, it, like, when you think about it Casey Cup-wise, it has everything you need. It's OTK strategy. It can run Shrunade, and it has a insanely good consistency skill that can pretty much unbrick your hand out of any situation. So it is yeah. very versatile for best of ones, like quick best of ones that you just need to win as fast as possible. The only problem is I think it being OTK deck with no protection will kind of slow it down because uh, we've seen in the past uh, the, the OTK decks, they do well in the KC Cup. They do have some sort of a reliable out to most of their counters. That is very good. And Gaga in most situations, do well. You know, if they're going second, they're able to clear back row. But I do believe if they don't have that going for them, if they don't go second, if they don't see their back row removal and they have to make things work with just cards like Gagaga Bolt and, you know, Mancer and the Monsters, I think they're going to have a much tougher time than getting over a meta field than a deck like Photons. You know, so each of these meta de- each of these rogue decks – they each are very strong, but they have like one thing that like just is a critical weakness that will stop them from being meta for the time being. Absolutely, um, I noticed that with photons, uh, just during my initial testing, mm-hmm. uh, it it almost reminds me of Satellers before they had all the uh, all the newer newer cards added to them. Yeah, they have a very solid board. Uh, they have the removal, but it's what do they have after that? You know, they they don't have a lot of protection from there. Yeah, photon um, is really yeah. like okay. Go ahead. Um, with with Onomat, turn if you get turn one, it's you can build sort of a board, but it's not enough to protect what's going on. You know, they they're they're like black wings were. Uh, but Black Wings had the trap, and Cyber Dragons as well. You know, Cyber Dragons had the trap, so that's what they are definitely lacking. And in the TCG, there's really nothing coming from the TCG that really could change that, yeah. in my opinion. And I think that's why Onomatopoeia feels like a healthy deck, right? Because it's an OTK deck that does not have built-in protection. You're going to have a, have to find a way to put that in your 20-card deck list and 99% of people just do not run protection. They're like, it's not worth it. And I'm like, I need to beat, I need to kill this guy on turn two or turn three. If I don't do that, I don't know how it's going to be looking. But I, I would say, uh, Onomatopoeia does have much more, uh, it has much more going for it in a long duel than photons do. And you were right with photons. I've been playing photons since the box came out. 
why every single duel I have played with a good hand, you end on Galaxion, Galaxy Eyes, and hopefully double trap, hopefully double banish trap. I believe that is the strongest board, a board where you have two traps to banish and Book of Moon. That is, uh, it's it's pretty good, and the skill lets you do that. So yeah, but those two decks right now, uh, if just for for anyone who was wondering if you want to play a new Exist deck, I'm looking at Onomatopoeia. I think it's better. It's way better than Photons right now, and any other Exist deck. Yeah, just got to get over the the names of the <laughs> of the of the archetypes, and once you're over that. Uh, Yabba-dabba-doo, I'm going to OTK you. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's one of my favorite decks to commentate because, uh, you know, they got the Yuma because <laughs> Yuma has voice lines for all the cards. So Yuma is just going crazy. <laughs> I'm going crazy. The guy playing it, he's going crazy because he's about to OTK his opponent. You know, it, it's, it's really <laughs> a good time commentating on a Monopia. Absolutely. No, it's uh, it, it definitely it, for me. uh being a, a longtime uh, player, just watching uh, watching some of those commentary videos, it, it's hilarious. Uh, it's just so many syllables. Oh, I just know. <laughs> See, on Yuma, it's so fun. It is so fun because you have Yumas and you have Astrals, and Yuma is saying all the all the automatopoeia cards to perfection. So you have to try to say it better than Yuma, and uh, it's it's so fun. Like I think I have a clip like of when they won the tournament that I was uh, commentating, and I was just like reading the Yuma voice lines word for word after he said them. It was yeah. so funny. It was. Uh, I, I watched that. I was so happy to see that deck win. Yeah, oh, you were there. A, a that was going- that was an early tournament. Damn, you were up. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I work early and generally, so yeah, I jump in there as, as soon as I can. But no, it it was such a such a, a, a great moment for that deck. Um, I just I saw potential in it in September. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I lost. I I'm a huge Dark Lord player, so um, playing around trying to make that deck work for so long, I was kind of glad to see something like that where I could just go in and, and mess around with it. Yeah, I think um, that deck really picked up when I feel like we weren't really seeing any Xyz decks. Like I think uh, when Xyz era started and maybe a couple months passed, people started experimenting with the skill. It was doing well because there were, I don't even think Noble Knights were out yet when this deck was trying to like put Xyz monsters on the map. And it was just rough. I mean, there's not much ways of recognition. You know, that's always how it kind of goes, right? The first Xyz deck, the first decks of a new mechanic that come out, they're always really lackluster, and they don't get that representation. They don't get the support, and then because they don't get the support, no one plays them. But Onomatopoeia, I think, was in a unique position. I think, you know, well, a lot of people must think that it's going to get continued support throughout the year, of course, making it more and more powerful. But right now... Uh, it's really just getting things to make the deck more consistent, and it's doing progressively better which, with each card that they give it. So, I'm uh, I'm, I'm liking it. Definitely, definitely. Um, I, I think because you know, with Sun Saga running around at that time, mm-hmm. uh, that was just you couldn't out it. That deck could not out it. Yeah, and uh, it was pretty much that deck was. And to be honest, 
very weird. I was gonna yeah, say, I was gonna say, to be honest, like I don't think we're gonna have a problem like that in this year of Duel Links. I don't think there's gonna be a Shiranui. I don't think there's gonna be a Dark Lords. I don't think there's gonna be like a for hire. Like m- many people think right now that Noble Knights have been that for us, but trust me, no, Noble Knights have not been nearly as bad for us as some of those other decks. And I, I think like the the amount of oppressiveness that you feel when you go up against Desperado or Noble Knights, I I truly think that's as bad as it's gonna get. I don't think that they can that they're gonna yeah. push the envelope anymore with Xyz era because so far they're being extremely careful with the Xyz monsters that they released down to the point where they're like they're choosing like they they're ripping away so much you can tell from an archetype when they give it to us you know you could look at constellers you know constellers came out they have told me I'm seven of course but everyone knows the one constellar Xyz monster that they that they that we needed in the game but they didn't and we know why they didn't add it you know yeah. Constellar plays because oh, it's just too yes. too strong, too generic. You know, two level five light can't have that. Cyber Dragons will be using it, and I think yep. they have immediately learned their lesson. And I, I I'd like to see that uh, them keep that up for the rest of the year. To be honest, I I hope so as well. Um, it's we we've had so many decks that are so close to a two a tier zero format. Mm. Um, there's always that gatekeeper that's been around in Duel Links that uh, once that, that gate's open, you know, out, out comes Desperado or, right. or something else to take its place. And I think it's really healthy right now, but uh, uh, I, I really hope, I know there's a lot of guys out there that they're all excited because uh, they saw the evil swarms in this collection box. Yeah, and I'm really hoping yeah. they don't go into that. Yeah, that's another thing, man. Like the the selection box this year is just so weird. I can't get over it. How weird it is! It, it like it just didn't make sense to me. Like uh, a couple things off the bat. I hope it's not off topic, but like, did you no, notice no. the entire Ritual Beast archetype is in the selection box, man? Like you can get the whole yes. deck from there, and. Evil Swarms is now in how many boxes? Like three? Just in Xyz era alone. Just in Xyz era alone, there's three different Evil Swarm boxes. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, they may have a search card or something in an earlier box. But it it's just too much. Like, they're, they're giving us more Evil Swarm cards that we're going to have to collect over this year. And if you wanted to play Evil Swords, oh, 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 well, you have to get the search card from the selection box. That's going to make the deck work. Like, it is terrible. Yeah. Like, that's another, like, uh, yeah. you, you know, I was just giving Konami some praise, you know, telling them to say, you know, they're not going to release a tier <laughs> zero deck. But now I got to take it back because anyone who wants to play Evil Swords, anyone across the year who sees they release Evil Swords in a box, they are going to be screwed because they can't play it. They can't play it without Evil Swarm Infestation. And, you know, that's just going to be, yeah. like, whenever that comes out, that's just going to be a bad month when the game is stale because the new box that comes out isn't going to bring anything, and you can't count on a balance every month. So just looking forward to the future, I, or, I can already see there's going to be at least one bad month in this year because of that. <laughs> yeah, Uh 
you know, out, out of that selection box, uh, I, I, like I said, I, I didn't see a lot of value in it mm-hmm. either. Um, you had Book of Moon, which, you know, everybody wanted Book of Moon. Um, you had the, the gadgets that were, uh, so it, it seemed like I couldn't pull, I, I pulled one of each. Like you couldn't get a good play set of them for any, for anything. And then, uh, and then with, with the evil, sw- evil swarms, everybody is just waiting for that box to come out that, uh, I talked to, um, and, you know, we're looking at probably within after six months, that's generally when they start bringing that stuff out. That's, that's terrifying to me because <laughs> they normally like to support the archetype. Oh, right? well that's six so, months. If you, if they're lucky, like most selection box reprints have <laughs> a track record of like nine to 12 months coming out after that. Like, yeah. That the, the most recent ones, Phoenix chain, Levy near, they were locked away in the vault for an extremely long time. And it, just because they're very, very good cards. So in this one, oh, I don't even want to think about when Book of Moon is going to be released and in what state the game is going to be in when it comes out. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like there's not a lot of players running it. Not as many as you Yeah, I have to say, right? Uh, so, uh, like, as far as OP cards goes, past ones, I definitely saw a lot of people using them. But on the ladder... I have to say, I'm the only guy using Book of Moon on these guys. I'm the only one Book of Mooning people's boss monsters before I make my plays and stuff. Everyone else is just like making do with whatever they got. Yeah, Canadia and Floodgate. That's that's what they got. So it's uh, yeah, it's very interesting that way. Uh, what do you think about the uh, the Territory of Sharks deck with all the added uh, bonus of uh, of the new cards? Now, Shark Deck, I played Shark Deck. That's what I like to call it, Shark Deck. Uh, in great, I did it a lot, a lot when it first came out. I thought the deck was had a lot of potential. Like, I, I thought it was the Xyz deck. I thought it was going to get some a lot of support. And it, it ended up just being fun. Uh, I played it when the Gradle cards were played in the main deck. Uh, during during yep. that Casey Cup when it was when it became powerful. But I haven't really played it since it's been placing in a couple tournaments here and there this week but um again i just think it's it's really just going to get overshadowed by uh photons and onomatopoeia as far as xyz decks go unfortunately that's what i think about it even though i would like it to be very good yeah yeah um, the, the the most recent build with the uh with the mermails yes, them, yes. Uh, i thought was really really interesting take on it um yeah i think people really would have to revisit it um uh some of the guys i play with they they run it with um with uh, the frog engine so i see it a little more that way yeah they're using uh swap frog special summon and then they can go uh normal summon their diva uh, and then go into that play um essentially they they have the right hand you know, you're looking at two Xyz on the board turn one, which that's a crazy lock. Yeah, I'm seeing now. Um, I, I just wanted to look around for a deck list. I do see uh, latest one. I see top eight in one of my battle phases. They're using the Mermail engine, like you said. Diva is also an increasingly and a more important card in this deck than it was before. 
looks like they've cut Gradles altogether, like you said. Abyss yeah. Dweller, also a very big boost for this deck. Oh, that's absolutely. a card. You can get two Abyss on the field in one yeah, turn. Yeah, that's a card from the TCG I did not think that we were going to get this early. I didn't think we we're I didn't think we we're gonna get it early either. It it's uh I, I thought we would see uh, uh some of the uh, evil zores way before this. Yeah. Well I guess you know this was kind of safe because it's on its own. You know, it's it only affects the metagame, right? And if there's any good like, you know, really strong water decks, I I guess this is the strongest one that's gonna be running. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, the, uh, the like you said, Casey Cup, uh, we, we kind of have our, our predictions. Uh, for me, I think that uh, Onamat's probably going to have one of the best showings uh, in Stage 2 because of being OTK. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, Cyber Dragons, or not Cyber Dragons, Thunder uh, Dragons, I think, are a pretty solid pick as well. As far as speed game goes, uh, to get up, up there, uh, what are you thinking as far as stage two? Um, well, in this Casey Cup, I'm sure a lot of people are looking for the decks that are strong right now to dominate so they can get nerfed. But I don't think that is going to be the case. I don't think any one deck is going to dominate so much that it's seen as a problem. I do think Noble Knights... We'll have a good time. Blue Eyes will have a good time. Uh, like you said, Onomatopoeia, I think, like, the winner may play Onomatopoeia or something like that. But I don't think it will see, like, you know, a, a lot of play. I think it will do well, though, for the people that play it. And I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't really think people are going to experiment too much. I think there's uh, there's very accessible decks right now. In Noble Knights, Blue Eyes, and Desperado, and I really think we're going to see a lot of that because people have those decks have been around for a while, and two of them are well, all of them are structure decks, and two of them are extremely accessible after you get a structure deck. So, I would like to say that we're going to see straight up just a lot of that. Thunder Dragons as well, uh, you know, if you like. Thunder Dragons is a little bit more left up to RNG, I would say, based on who goes during what turn. Yeah. Yeah, they they definitely have a, a, a very strong, uh, I would say more of a strong late game. Uh, their early game tends to be slower, but uh, yeah, I do I do think that uh, they have they have some good potential uh, adding to their their uh, their their list being. Some of the newer cards, uh, I've, I mean, they've, they've crushed me quite a few times running that spider. Oh yeah. You know, uh, I, I would say number, 70, number seventy is probably the uh, the sleeper hit of the box. In my yeah, opinion. it's really it's, uh, it's a really pretty useful Xyz monster, and only two materials for a rank four. That's a really good effect. Yeah, very generic. It's it can be ran in just about mm. anything. Uh, OTK Maker also powers up enough that uh, you know even if you you end up having to you know go into another turn after that it's it's boosted enough that it's not as scary uh, other than I think mm. Blue Eyes um, most most of the power levels are, are around that 
So yeah, it's it seems like it's a, a pretty safe bet as well. Um, so I don't know if you noticed any of the leaks today. I did see some of them. I, I was looking at them before I got on the show. Yeah, uh, fairly lackluster in my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, when a new case cup comes I, I, up, I'm not expecting much. A lot of these are just like, uh, you know, th- these are NPC cards. The new shark event is coming up, so there's some of his uh, new event cards are in there. You know, there's those disease monsters yeah. that I'm pretty sure are uh, NPC only. They're in there again. And then it looks like some antimony cards are in here as well. Yeah, TG's TG's uh, coming out with him. Of TG's course. are here, uh, but I don't know uh, like which one of these are going to be, um, <laughs> which one of these are going to be event obtainable or a part of his event deck. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I, hopefully they they bring out a decent lineup, but I'm not. I don't know. TG's might just be too slow at this point. Yeah, I think they are uh, too. They have a really good deck. They have a really good stun deck, but uh, most of our removal isn't really the type of removal that they uh, they would benefit from. Yeah, and I, like I don't think people should be excited for character decks anymore, especially when they're not like tied to an event with a box coming out. You know, like I I think that. Yeah. Konami knows when they're going to release a character with good cards, right? Or release them with cards that are decent or at least, you know, playable in a rogue deck or whatever, you know, like they did with Kalen, like they did with Taya for DSOD. You know, they they prepare it. They release the character with an event, give them the archetype support, then they give them a box with more support. You know, they give them the whole the whole shebang, you know? And if you if your character comes out and they don't have that, well, I got some news for you. <laughs> You're not going to be playing that guy's archetype. Yeah, you don't you don't think that they're going to be releasing uh, um, anything as far as in the next main box uh, to tie to Anthony? Or? No, I don't. I don't think they want to do that for non-exist characters anymore. It's not really. It it doesn't really fit the description i think like they 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 should be doing that with zexel characters if they were to give us an antimony main box all i would have to say that is you know why not just give that to kaito and you know give more photon cards in it and just give antimony the mini box it just doesn't make sense you know yeah yeah x uh what december we had Mm -hmm. axel and uh, they had they had a bit of support in that box for him, but uh, other yeah, we've had that, a lot of we've had a they, lot of uh, characters back to back recently. You <laughs> start Axel, then uh, we got what's his face now, Kite. Then Antimony coming out. Yeah, yeah. Well, they said that this was a highly anticipated, and and uh, a lot of people asked for it. Personally, I didn't ask for it, but. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, know what it did. was? Uh, well, uh, not, not, not many people know this, right? But the reason that there was such a long time between the first Antimony event and this one is that he had to re-record, the, the Japanese voice actor had to re-record all of his voice lines. 
So that's why they okay. didn't bring the event back around. Yeah, that's that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, people were waiting for it for a while. You can tell where uh, where COVID really made a made an issue with some of the oh voice my gosh. lines. Uh, you can hear an echo yeah. in the background. Oh, okay, well, uh, <laughs> so so that's different, right? The Xyz characters, if there's an echo, it's supposed to be there, right? It that's intended oh, okay. because that's how they like when the Xyz summon in the show, like that's like you know it's the big thing, the overlay network, and you know they echo with through it when they chant their monster summon. Yeah. Oh, okay. But uh. Oh, but, yeah. It but, seemed. It seemed. Yeah, you did bring weird. up a good point because I'll I'll, I'll see if uh, I'll, I'll task you guys to go out and find it. But if you're playing kite, kite tenjo, with English voices and you use the new quick play spell photon stream of destruction, the English voice actor says. I banish one card on the field to activate my quick play spell. He oh. says that, and I'm like, <laughs> what the heck? And every time I put the voice lines on, I have to listen to him say that. And, you know, that's just straight up like awesome. a Konami mistranslated the line, and then they fed him the mistranslated line. And then the voice actor, you know, he's just reading what's on the paper. So he 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 delivered it well. I'll give him that. But <laughs> this sentence just makes no sense, unfortunately. They they always do yeah. deliver well for sure. <laughs> so, um, what are you uh, what are you thinking as far as coming up uh, post Casey Cup? Um, I, I've got a lot of people that. Uh, I've been saying, oh, this mm-hmm. is going to get banned. Uh, what do you think are, are are some of the potential cards that uh, should have some kind of nudged? Okay, nudge? well, uh, before we talk about cards, let's talk decks, right? I think Blue Eyes and Noble yeah. Knights 100% have to have semi-limited cards removed from their decks. So they are two extremely powerful decks right now. Blue Eyes has gone three times in the meta without getting a single card put on any sort of ban list. So now's the time. Blue Eyes and Noble Knights are the two most played decks in all of Duel Links, and they're the two best decks in the Xyz era right now. They have to see some sort of semi-limit. These two decks may not... Uh, like when you think of some limited cards, you may not think of them specifically. Like you know, Noble Knights—they're either going to use Econ or Hatred or Blue Eyes. They may not even use semi-limited cards in the new version of their deck. So, with uh, let's talk Noble Knights first. Noble Knights uh, f- cards from Noble Knights—I think Boars and Until Noble Arms are needed once again—are up for the chopping block, either to uh, pr- likely to be put at limited two. I guess, yeah, I, yeah, I think just, yeah, the trap is what gives them most of their, you know, playthrough ability and like late game strength. So I think if that's limited, along with, you know, you know, maybe just putting in its semi limited cards is not going to be enough. You know, you may have to put two cards in there to really change the core of the deck itself. You know, with a, a thing like Noble Knights, Noble Knights has 
grown to a 30 card deck list. So you have to really think about how to effectively hurt a 30 card deck list. All right. All right. Sorry about that. I'm guessing I have uh, three kids that are on Zoom classes. So <laughs> oh, it, it totally could have been me as well. The storm just blew through here and it has messed up my internet like a lot. Oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So uh, we're saying uh, 30 card Noble Knight deck right now. People are running. Um, mm-hmm. probably, probably need to get some uh, limit in there. Um, Definitely boars in uh, the trap as well are, are problems. Um, myself, I think uh, most builds are only running uh, between one and two boars anyways, but if they mm-hmm. put that and the trap down to, uh, to, to two, it definitely would uh, change the deck and lower consistency for sure, especially late game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that is the, the main point. And uh, stopping Noble Knight's, is extremely hard and the trap plays a big part in you not being able to stop them. So I think just, you know, you, you pitching in with boars, like you automatically selecting two traps and a Gwen every time. I, I feel like they have to do something about that. Like guaranteeing that it's going to be in play. If you get your initial combo off, I do think that'll cause them to like, put maybe boars and the trap on the same semi-limit. Like, that is the harshest scenario, of course, but, like, something like that, I feel like it, it kind of needs to happen. Like, Noble Knights are too safe on their turn, I feel like, once they get there themselves established. Absolutely. Uh, once once they get going and uh, just that that play where – if you end up trying to get their board off and then being able to just, you know, bring out, bring out another noble knight that uh, then can re-equip all the yeah. equips to it, it. It's, it's so powerful. I've done it before, Definitely. but it's like, you know, the amount of resources you need, if you're doing it on your turn, you know, you need, guess what card book a moon, you need book a moon to out that <laughs> on your turn. You you need to be able to actually book a moon from your hand to flip down the drift and, when it comes out, if you don't have that well, uh, it looks like you're getting popped. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's that's and that's the play. That 100 mm-hmm. is their play. So, yeah, um, I know with uh, with blue eyes, uh, you can tell mm-hmm. that uh, Kaiba <clears throat> this is Kaiba's game because he's rigged that deck to the point where they've not touched anything on it. Oh yeah, <laughs> they've not touched anything on it. And this latest iteration of the deck, I do not believe it breaks. I have watched so many blue eyes players open busted hands super consistently. I think this is the most, this is the most um, consistent version of the deck so far, and it shows in how many people are playing it and the and the, the results behind it. Blue eyes had five tournament wins last week. That's the best performance blue eyes has ever had for a deck, as a deck ever. It's never been that good for this deck. We got five tournament wins last week. And think about what Blue Eyes does well, right? The discard traps and getting Blue Eyes out. So they have to find a way to hit both of those things. And the best way to do that is Karma Cut. Karma Cut is the best way to hurt both of those things. It is the best discard trap, the best form of removal, and it's your number one way 
to get stone in the grave. Well, you know, the other ways are just as good, but this is the way you want to send it to banish one of your opponent's yeah. cards and remove all the other stuff from their grave. So Karmica, yeah. a lot of people, uh, you know, just got this, but yeah, uh, we at Duelist Entertainment, <laughs> we do think that Karma Cut is a prime target for being a nerf. It is an SR trap in a mini box as its official release. That is, its, is despite the selection box, you know, forget that. It is a mini box SR. You know, that is a prime target for a for a card to get hit. If you look historically, the biggest cards to get hit are mini box SRs. Hate hate Trunade, Treacherous Trap Hole. You know, those are the cards that that they will nerf. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I think Karma Cut is going to get hit, and I don't know if they're going to go as far as to hit something in the Blue Eyes main deck, uh, in the Blue Eyes core. Uh, but if I had to think, uh, it would be it. It would either be Sage or Spirit of White. Yeah. I yeah. Uh, I think that. I, I don't I can't see them hitting the white stone of legend so mm-hmm. that, that would be where I would lean to as well uh spirit of white uh, maybe even just a one yeah well I, I think most people play it at one already yeah yeah there's not really a whole lot that would go from there um so then there's the uh the the elephant in the room mm-hmm. would be desperado and uh Head judging. And you know, man, I'm going to say it, you know, I don't think Desperado needs to get hit. I don't think it does. (laughs) I don't think it does. A lot of people, I I see it every day. I read the YouTube comments. I I see it. Twitch chat people like, Desperado needs to die. Desperado, you know, I hate Desperado. Uh, Desperado needs to get hit on the band list. They need to get rid of Desperado. I'm like, man, you know, why? Why do they got to do that? Desperado, it just comes up every time the actual good decks get nerfed. You know, Desperado yeah, I, is not one of these. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Desperado is the gatekeeper. Yeah, Desperado is the gatekeeper. And then, you know, he rises from the shadows whenever, you know, the the actual good decks, they go away. So I don't think Desperado is, you know, necessarily a problem. You know, when Xyz era gets to where it needs to be, you know, we'll see less Desperado. But right now, Desperado is on par in strength-wise with the other decks, Noble Knights and Blue Eyes. And that's because of the high power of the Desperado and negate effects of the coin flip monsters like Head Judging and Misjudge. But, you know, the, the fact that they're tied to coin flips, that's why the effects are so powerful. But, uh, you know, they just do what they do. The new engine is extremely consistent with Machinas using Super Team Buddy Force Unite and uh, Machina Fortress. And that card, now see, that card is a card that Desperado make very good use of. And one could argue that that is a target for it to get hit. But the thing is, I think that that uh, Super Team Buddy Force Unite does so much for other decks like I think that the game would really suffer from that card getting put on the ban list. So I would really hope that, that that if they do decide to look at Desperado, I hope that that is not something that they decide to to hit. Yeah. Buddy Force, Buddy Force um, 
is a card that not a lot of people think of to run in so many decks, but it it, it runs yeah. in so many different many decks. many decks make up a very good use of it to like chain special summon for whatever summon they'll do. Teller Knights make make a very good use of it if you guys are thinking of using it. Yeah, I was I was messing around with it uh, with um, with Star Seraphs and uh, and Tethys. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, it was kind of a, a, a draw a draw engine. Uh, mm. it, it it worked all right, but um, it reminds me of uh, of Grass. Grass works mm-hmm. so well in, in in a lot of rogue decks, but then yeah. Grass just happened to work really good in, in tier decks as well. So <laughs> that's why they got rid of Grass. So it's. Yeah. Uh, I, I it's hope, not as powerful as grass, but it's great. Yeah, I'm hoping that the case isn't strong enough for that to be the card they nerf. But you did mention head judging as well. Head judging is another perfect card to nerf because it is an event card. It's an event you are. So this is something actually that even if they don't want to hurt Desperado, they could limit this card to one because I've seen this card see play in meta decks. Like other meta decks, like in Invoke Neos, they just run one of this card, flip it up, bam! Now your guy <laughs> has a 50-50 chance of of becoming mine. Like just yep. like that. Like <laughs> you thought you were playing a regular duel? No, I've just subjected you to a 50-50 of whether you're going to win the game or not. Like, <laughs> I, I do think that's enough to put it at one. You know that way, most Desperado decks only play it at one. Uh, although I have seen people playing at three, and then that will <laughs> make other decks, or you know they can put it at two. You know if they put it at two, then that'll make other decks really think about it. If they give the other decks semi-limited card, well, yeah, and if they wow. put it at two, it would affect the fact that they're they're running the cup, right? So because the cup is already two, yeah, then they, then they couldn't play it. That would be interesting, and. Yeah, but the thing is, uh, two two coin flip cards on the semi limited <laughs> list would be rough. I think, uh, yeah, I think that's rough because you need seven different ones for the skill yeah, now. Unless they're so. gonna, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they'd force you. That would be a very interesting way to nerf Desperado. I had never thought <laughs> about that. You put head judging and cup of ace on limited two. And then they can only run one of each. They can't run double <laughs> cup of ace. Oh man, that would be yeah. very interesting. Yeah. Definitely, definitely good. I can <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's kind of the the thought process. Any anyways behind that. Um, the uh, the the only other mention that I've heard from people as far as uh, a skill nerfing was um, uh, I've heard. A few cries for balance. <laughs> no, no, guys, stop and, it. Uh, the not the, need to other, nerf, the other nerf that I I heard was uh, was for Onamata play. So that's even really so started. for balance. For balance, that's another thing, man. Like. Do you know how many decks in the game utilize balance just to be able yep. to be played? Some of these decks, like, they can't even draw competent hands without balance. They can't even, like, you wouldn't be able to get past turn three with a lot of these decks without that skill. I think when a, like, 
balance has already been nerfed to the point of like where they think it will like where they think its impact on a deck will be acceptable, <laughs> right? This is the amount of consistency that we're willing to give you with a skill, with a free to play with with a free to play option. So I think the appropriate thing to do is whenever a OP balance deck or a tier zero balance deck comes out, is hit the deck. <laughs> hit the deck. Do not hit balance. Balance is doing its job right now. You have to take a lot of care into how you ratio your deck in order to get it to draw right with balance. If you're already doing that, you're taking care into how you're building your deck, you should have no problem doing that again when your deck gets hit. The only way they can really even hit it is, in my opinion, would be uh, making you have to run a 30-card deck. It's already, at this point, it's Mm -hmm. uh, 6, 6, and 6. So the only way to go up is would be like 10, 10, and 10. (laughs) So would really, uh, really make the deck... Well, you know, you'd have something decent in your opening hand, but after that, you might draw 10 traps. So that's where it gets scary. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if, <laughs> balance is just, you know, it, it, it needs to stay where it's at. You know, I I think, you know, right now, hitting Noble Knights yeah. should be no problem for, for, for them. I think that's something a lot of people can agree on. And, you know, I, I trust them to get it right. You know, clearly they've made Noble Knights very powerful, and now they know they need to do something about it. And they're going to give us, you know, then th- that'll give way for the new Xyz decks that they've just released, maybe. Because their their strategies are, you know, they're they're pretty competent, you know, more so than other decks that, they've, that have uh, fallen out of relevance. Absolutely. You know? So, um, yeah, winding down, yeah, winding down now, um, I think that, uh, you know, first I want to thank you for being on the episode. Um, I, uh, I, I really enjoy your content and, uh, you know, I've always been a fan and uh, I'm looking forward to, uh, what's happening in the future. Uh, but we'll give you a chance to shout out your wares and, uh, go from there. Uh, yeah, of course. Um, you can check us out at twitch.tv slash Entertainment, one word. Uh, that's where we host host and stream our five weekly tournaments on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That's six, so the Saturday one doesn't always happen. And uh, youtube.com slash Entertainment, And there we upload two videos every day. Uh, a new player video and typically a discussion video. And uh, yeah, we have a whole section dedicated to new player help, getting new players in the game, show them how to build their accounts so that they have a healthy stock of cards so that they uh, you know, can actually play the decks they want as they progress through the game. And uh, you can join our Discord. Links are on both of those websites. And we have a new player help section in the Discord where you can go in there and then we have a new player council. You know how DK does the top player council. We got the new player council, uh, awesome. and they go in there and they, they'll. You can tell them your entire account, and they will help you 
get the cards you get the cards you need. They'll tell you what decks to go for, what decks you should go for, ask you what you want to play. You know, they will help you out so much. So I think that is the coolest thing That's, that we that do. Fantastic. Uh, the new player council. Because a lot of people, you know, they get into duel links, they do they, you know, they play the game, they don't think, and then they quit. You know, or they play the game because they see something else, they see someone do something else and it doesn't work out in the long term for them and they quit. So, you know, I do think the best way is to, you know, stock yourself up on those staple cards and then, you know, play the game. Whenever a deck comes out you see you want to play, you'll be able to play it and then you'll have those staple cards to That's back right. it up with. That's right. So anyone who is uh, yeah. who I have a lot of listeners that are new players, that's the perfect way to get in and find out exactly what you need to do. So remember, just go on to their discord and uh, yeah. new player council. That's a great, great resource. Um, and I, I, I am a great fan yeah. of your new tournament as well, uh, the Prime Tournament. Uh, oh, such a oh yeah, that's a big thing. Such a great yeah. thing. A lot of people have been yeah, a lot of people have been wanting us to try that stuff again. So we are trying entry fee tournaments again. Damage Step happens once a month on a Saturday. It's always announced uh, like six weeks in yeah. advance. Uh, that that's a five dollar entry, and then Battle Phase Prime is right now. It's every Monday, but we're going to be t- experimenting with other days. It's a two dollar entry yeah, for you. We, I watched. Um, I'm I'm a pretty good friends with Kyler from Duel Links with the Boys, and we watched his uh, his interesting Thunder mm-hmm. Dragon play, and uh, you know we're we're all in there cheering him on on Twitch. So <laughs> we always uh, support support yeah. our boys. So uh, again. Uh, thanks for being on the show and uh, you know uh, hopefully we all do uh, extremely well in, in getting all the gems we need for uh, for continuing on and uh, of course good luck you. against virtual Kaiba <laughs> <laughs> thanks oh man I'm right. need it, man. Well, take care and uh, I'll catch oh, you down man. the road Yep. Peace out, man. Thanks for having me. It was a good, great time. All right. Again, I want to thank Kamel for being a guest on the show. Uh, for all your information, as far as if you want to follow Kamel, um, he's at Duel Links Entertainment on, uh, on Twitch TV. Um, he has a Discord. Uh, all one word. You can check that out. Duel Links Entertainment. They got really great tournaments. They got... Ev- Every step of the way, they can help you, especially that new player council. You can go on there. You can upload your entire collection, and they will help you get into this game and uh, get into competitive because that's where the real fun is, guys. All right. Uh, Again, thank you for coming out, and uh, I hope you really enjoyed the show, guys. Uh, Take care, and remember, high five the sky. Yabba-dabba-doo, I'm going to OTK you.